Shut your eyes. Stop your ears. Cower away because the unconscionable thing that happened once before is about to happen again. An unthinkable thing that has never happened before is about to happen for the first time. There is nothing you can do. Your resistance only fools you into repeating the errors of the past. A ceaseless Sisyphean cycle from catastrophe to catastrophe until we reach that final unprecedented cataclysm, that cliff edge of the unknown from which we will tumble at the unseen hour. The distant and whimsical year 2020. International alliances and treaties are dissolved that have safeguarded the world from total war for almost a century. The reason lost in the mists of time with the history books only stating that it was the will of the people. Ground zero of the Third World War is the city of Karkos. It begins with the devastating paranormal event later known as the unraveling. Now, 30 years on, the human race still huddles in the ashes, angry, terrified, desperate to find some meaning to their suffering, a reason to the horror of existence. Perhaps a clue is held by these two wizened creatures, who at first glance might seem to be young children were it not for their grey hair, their wrinkled flesh, and their large eyes, which seem to hold the wisdom of past, present, and future as they float serenely in a sterile hospital ward. Oh, Flem. Oh, so. It's happening again, Flem. <gasps> are you sure? The signs are there. I can feel it. Oh, I knew you shouldn't have had that bag of scammy. Oh, I never does agree with you, does no. it? Every time we go to the seaside, I said, just get the chips instead, Sob, didn't I? Didn't I say? Shut but you up, wouldn't... Flem. Not that thing. It's t'other thing. <gasps> The other thing? Oh no, not that! Can't anything be done! There is one that could break to curse. The fate of all world rests on his broad, tweed-clad shoulders. And we're back! That was the Vegan Suicides with their new single, Au Revoir Ice Caps. You're listening to Forks in the Road with your host, Lawrence Sebastian Forks. That's me, hello! Bringing you a tantalising stream of outrage and misinformation to pacify and indoctrinate you brain-dead, drop-out TV tweaker dopamine junkies. In case you was wondering. You don't like it? Get up and change the channel. I didn't think so. Next up, I'm joined by two very special guests. They're soulless corporate drug pushers in the employ of a morally bankrupt multinational capitalising on the helpless chemical dependence of pathetic spineless nihilists like you, dear listeners. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Imogen Perch and Dr. Rufus Stridefall. Yes, that's me. Hello. That's me. Hello. 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 So, Hello. what shred of autonomy and dignity are you peeling from the rotting carcass of humanity this week? What? No! No, no, no! We're saving the world! Oh, no need to be coy, Dr. Strideforth. My listeners are broken zombies with no will of their own. Look at them. (laughs) No, but we really are the goodies. You see, it has always been my humble destiny to save the entire human race. Right. 
with my brilliance, you see. My invention does justice. Our product, Hand Wavering, is an organic, ethically produced compound that erases suffering, improves health, clears the mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna dig this society out of the, the cesspool of wretched depravity into which you've been cast by the, the short-sighted, self-serving one-percenters. Ask thou stuff, yeah. curse those elitist bugaboos! How's this miracle drug work, then? I'm glad you asked, Mr. Fox. Now, our society finds itself in this terrible condition primarily because it's populated by ignorant cretins. Very true. Not forgetting the paranormal phenomenon that rent us under the very fabric of reality and swallowed three quarters of the world population into the endless horror beyond. Oh, well, that was, that was, that was over 30 years ago. Who, who today even remembers the unravelling? Oh. <laughs> The fact is that the, the so-called voting public is so feeble-minded that they cannot even question what they, for example, hear on the radio show. That is true. They believe literally everything I tell them. And even when they do know, thank you, thank even you. when they do know right from wrong, most of these dullards are too apathetic to engage in making the world a, a better place. Well, good thing you're so enlightened. Thank you, I am. <laughs> it is my humble duty to share my extraordinary vision. Be the change I wish to see in the world. Hand wavering is the solution. Just one application of hand wavering will transform your average mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging imbecile into an informed centre-left leaning socialist. You see, we found the efficacy within... <laughs> <laughs> stop it, stop it! Who, who goes there? What is it? I, I'm easily frightened. Calm yourself, Rufus. Oh. Our time approaches. What? Uh, who said that? I don't feel calm. Help! Find me, Rufus. Only when we are together can you fulfill your destiny. Am I still at the radio interview? Seek out the cool teenagers who have been mutated by your hand-wavering product. Mutated? Products? But, but we're the goodies. There are no mutated teenagers at hand-wavering. Who, who are you? Are you so sure, Rufus? <laughs> Find me. Watch thou for the mutants. It's not true! No hand wavering did not cause mutations in any cool teenagers! Um, I never said that it did. Are you feeling quite well, Rufus? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm fine. Yes, I'm, I'm fine! There's nothing, nothing happened, nothing paranormal happened. Stop asking questions. So, uh, moving swiftly away from the subject of mutations, yes, as I you. have been instructed to do. Um, what? By, 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 by whom? Who the, what? The people at the Institute of Unethical Practices. What, 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 who? The Institute of Unethical Practices, Rufus. It's the conglomerate that owns Hand Wavering. And, incidentally, also owns my news network, Fox News. <laughs> when did all this happen? It was all part of the big merger deal between MacGuffins and Anobtainatron. Naming things is fun. <laughs> oh, Anobtainatron! Isn't that the uh, tech company that makes all those military-grade uh, security murder bots? Yes, they are, as it happens. Always worth mentioning in case one turns up later on. <laughs> but Handwaver is an impeccably moral company. We, we, have, we have full transparency. You can ask us anything. Uh, yeah, but uh, our corporate masters say certain topics are off the table. Now, see here. We've done nothing underhanded ever. 
The world is broken and we are fixing it. Anyone who doubts that or even, or even supports us with less than total dedication or implies we have any systemic problem with anti-Semitism is a fascist parasite. I'm not, I promise. Or are you, Mr. Fox? <gasps> no. Do you secretly want to increase the suffering of the wretched masses? What? Are you laughing at those less fortunate than yourself? Bastard. No, I'm all for less suffering. I promise. Uh, I'm actually prepared to be quoted on that. You better be. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you both. To recap, hand wavering. It's a product that will literally save the world. If you're not taking it, you're a fascist. Next up, we're looking at the five best ways to defend yourself against the military police and corporate security forces using that shopping trolley watch you've been using to collect salvage. Oh, well, I, I think that went rather well, actually. It was a disaster, Rufus. You gave everything away. But he, he made it seem like we were, we were hiding some terrible secret about, about awful mutations. Rufus, no. We mustn't even speak about that. But it's, it's, it's not true, is it? Oh... You don't know. Don't, don't know what? I've said too much. I have to go. Im Imogen, where? Ah, well, I'm sure there's an innocent explanation for that. Surely, I mean, we, we wouldn't be going to market if, if, if. I, 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 I will talk to the director. Yes, she'll, she'll, she'll definitely reassure me that, that everything is, everything's just fine. I'll, I'll go there on my motorbicycle. <laughs> you. My, my enormous, state-of-the-art motor-bicycle. I'll just get on my motor-bicycle. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. God, it's a big one. <laughs> oh, I'll climb. Oh, 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 there we go. Now, now for the keys. There's, there we go. Yep, and I'll just put it in the hole and rotate the keys. Starting, starting it up. There we go. Oh, come on, you old. There we are. <laughs> That's the ticket. Yeah, really running now, aren't we? Off we go! Strike for thinks. What kind of scared Imogen like that? She's usually so composed, so wise. And what was that voice? A hallucination? What's wrong with me? Am I losing my mind? Should I even be operating a motorbicycle? <laughs> oh, look at this city. New cargoes. A shell of what once it was. 30 years since the calamity and still we're living like savages. Uh, I only hope that hand wavering can help improve the conditions of these poor, unfortunate survivors. Here we are. Ah. Just, yeah, the engine's off. Jolly good. Ah, and now I will, I will dismount the motor bicycle. Uh, oh, oh. There we go. That was good. Now there's nothing to worry about here. Where's the lift? Oh, no, there's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about at all. It's all, everything's fine. Everything's good. <sighs> yeah, thank you. Yes, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just check with Director Ains in her office. You see, on the 88th floor. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, 
yeah, it's all fine, of course. I'm being paranoid. I must be overworked. That's that's my problem. Too busy. That voice. Was, was, yeah, oh, oh, my overactive imagination. Surely nothing more. No, there's, 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 there's more gravy than the grave about him. Oh, oh no, nothing, nothing really happened. Then uh, again, what, 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 what really is nothing? What really has happened? What is reality but, but the sum of our experiences? And why? Why do I, do I feel I might any day awake to, to find myself in a distant land? At a remote time, no longer recognizably myself. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> ah, Rufus, good of you to drop by. How was the interview? I was... It was quite good, actually. Only there, there, was, a, there, was, there was a thing about, 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 about mutated teenagers, which I was meaning to... to oh, the mutants? To, to, How did they know? I did, I know, but... Wait, what? We made those cool teenagers sign non-disclosures. But we, we haven't been, been doing the, the malpractices. But of course. <laughs> we have been doing the malpractices all along. <laughs> we covered all this in the preliminary studies. You said you were going to find a solution to the human testing problem. And we did. Our solution was to go ahead with it. Oh, don't tell me you didn't read the reports. I, I may have skim-read them. Dear me, Rufus. But! Human rights abuses! I'll tell everyone! Now, settle down. It's all perfectly legal. After the collapse of the European Union, our National Drug Administration laws were relaxed to the point where we can do... Uh, <laughs> just, just anything. Yeah, as long as it makes a profit. And good lord, are we making a profit. Profiteering, that's even worse! I'll tell everyone! Oh, come along. Most of the mutation issues are minimized now. The only remaining side effects are chronic cognitive degeneration, psychosis, infertility, and cancer. And those are all long-term. No one will ever link them to us. It's a poison! You can't release this on the unsuspecting public! Well, we certainly couldn't release it if they suspected anything. In that case... I'll tell everyone! Now, see here, I have a security force of military-grade murder bots. So think again. I have thought once and have no need to do so once more. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone! N no, no, I think you're missing something here. You will not uh, continue to be alive mm -hmm. unless you agree right. not to tell everyone. Right. I see. So, what will you do? I'll tell everyone! Honestly, if that's the way you want it, Diamond Jim! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> What's all this then? What the giant robot is that? <laughs> that, Rufus, is the newest and most violent security drone from our sister company, Unobtainotron, as previously mentioned. The Diamond Gem! Now then, submit to corporate overlords, my dear. Embrace libertarian market forces. You have ten seconds to comply. Never! You'd better do what it says, Rufus. The doors are locked. What? Damn, my escape plan foiled. <laughs> you have five seconds to comply, my dear. All right, I'll do whatever you say! 
I don't believe you. Diamond Jam, fire a twill. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Oh, God, this be the end of a po- Oh, oh, no, stop it. This is Harry's tweed. What was, what was this? That, Rufus, moist. was hand-wavering Damn. Mark One, so the unstable tight. compound. That's the really, really bad one. <gasps> when the mutations begin, even if you do talk, no one will believe you. Are you saying I won't be taken seriously because of how I look? Because that's really problematic. Yes, yes, when will people learn? Curse you, Director Reigns. Curse you, giant robot! I'm blameless here! I'm blameless! Take him to the cells, Diamond Gem. He will prove an interesting test subject for our most unnecessarily painful experiments. No, 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 no. Right you are, Mum. Oh, mutations! Experiments! A fate worse than death! Oh, it's up for poor old Rufus. A fate! A fate worse than... Worse than leaping through this 88th floor plate glass monologue! Oh, didn't make it! Uh, let me try again! Oh, oh, God, my... Oh, oh, dear. Oh, hang on, let's do it. Okay, here I go! You first kissed me in the little park, the one in Hampstead by the place where the crepes are. I was in love with your friend who was going out with my friend. It was a wet kiss. It was my second kiss. It was surprising, and I, I didn't really like it. I'm not sure you did either. Neither of us really knew what we were doing. You first kissed me when I was crying. All of our friends were in the kitchen and we were upstairs in your room. I was sad, I can't remember why now, but you wanted to comfort me and this was a way that you knew how. I remember thinking, please don't kiss me, and then you did. We were friends. You meant it kindly. You did it out of love for me, not romantic love, but a deep friendship. I was grateful how much you cared about me, especially as you were exploring your sexuality and were most certainly more attracted to men. You first kissed me, or did I kiss you? In a my small university room. I can't remember who leaned in first. We were both drunk. It was late, it was Halloween, and our face paint was flaking off, smudging together, turning into a strange paste. We were both with other people, um, and we, we felt bad the next day. You first kissed me in a bar. You were drunk and sad. Things were going badly for you. I kissed you back because I cared about you. Maybe I was also attracted to your need. It, it made me feel more valuable to be needed. You first kissed me in a hotel lobby after a late night. I wanted you to kiss me, but I knew it was forbidden. You belonged to someone else, or as much as anyone can belong to anyone else. <laughs> But you kissed me anyway, and it was delicious. We didn't kiss again that night, and we slept in separate beds. You first kissed me on your couch. We were stoned. We both wanted to kiss, even though I shouldn't have. I was with someone else. It felt exciting, forbidden. I left, but the excitement lingered on. I first kissed you in the rain. A mist that pervaded everything, stuck to our clothes, sunk in. 
My skin was wet, yours was too. The night was deserted. We walked back to where you were staying. I thought you had wanted to kiss me at the time, but maybe you didn't. Maybe you felt the way I had felt many other times, the lovely little inkling of a liking, a crush, something beautiful and fragile and momentary. Why did it need to be formalized with a kiss? You first kissed me on the street corner. We had gone to pick up booze for everyone. It was late. We probably didn't need to drink more, but we wanted the night to continue. I had just broken up with someone whom I missed, and I didn't want you to kiss me, even though I was flattered that you wanted to. I kissed you quickly, almost impatiently. I knew at this late hour what it might lead to, and I didn't want the complication. Being friends would be easier. There would be no confusion. I wouldn't wonder how you saw me. I wouldn't wonder what you wanted from me or what I could never give you. Want. Need. I want you. What do you want? How do you want me, like this? Do you want me to touch myself? Do you want me to touch you? Do you like it like this? Yeah, like that. That's good. More of that until... What if I don't want to give myself to you? I don't even know you, not yet. I don't really know me either. What unknown am I giving to you, another unknown through the sourness of our breaths, our tongues coated in alcohol, our mouths wanting my lips on yours, yours on mine? What promises? What can I promise? What will I owe you and what will you owe me? I'd like to try you on, like a coat for size. I want to slip into your world, your friendships, your oddities, your posture, the way you caress my body. I'd like to find new words of love, ones that have never graced my mouth before you, each you that comes my way. And then what? I'm always tying up and then deciding to depart. I feel it creeping up my spine, bitter in my mouth, the inevitability. I didn't want to kiss you, or I did want to kiss you, but neither matter because we kissed and everything changed. You caress my body, my hairs stand on end, the ecstasy of wanting, always wanting, the fear of giving, the horror of losing myself. Who was I to begin with? I wake up alone, sheets twisted around my hot body, sticky with my dreams, hair matted to my forehead. You were all there, parading through, ghostly faces at dawn as my eyelids fluttered unaware. Once you wrapped yourself around me, naked, your skin glued to mine. Now you exist only in my sleep, in old letters, old gifts, in boxes under the bed. I am awake. You come in, skin damp from the shower, a towel around your waist. You kiss my neck, my back, my body smells of sleep. You say that even when my face is resting, there is a hint of a smile. See, that's the danger of a first kiss. What stories will you tell of me now, I wonder? What stories will I tell of you? You are ever-changing. I stay the same. You come and go. I am solid. I am in my body. I am immovable. I may lean and hearken after you, but I always come back to center. I am made of stone. I am ancient, fathomless.
Have I, have I died? Did, 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 I, did I die? Is this, is this, is what it's like? Is this, is this the end? No, Rufus. This is only the beginning. Oh. I, I, I did jump out of, out of quite a tall building, though. Yes. Not what I would have done. <laughs> yes. Yes, no, I, I, I don't see how I could have, could have survived that. No. No, if, yes. if the world were no more than visible evidence would have you believe, then you would now form a smooth paste, coating a busy intersection in Barmicides. Gosh. Gosh. Do I not? No, Rufus. Oh. Reality oh. exists in the human mind and nowhere else. Your mind is more powerful than the forces of physics and nature. Is it really? Gosh. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know, I, I, I always rather thought it was, actually. I've always, uh, yeah, I was yes. an inkling. And you grow stronger by the moment. Soon none shall stand against you. Oh, oh, oh no. Now you're too kind. I say, I say who are you, uh, by, by the way? What's Believe this? in yourself, Rufus. What? Find me. Find me, Rufus. Together, what? no one can stop us. <gasps> oh, 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 gosh. Oh, who gasps as if drowning. Oh, 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 I say, oh, oh. Where, where am I? What? What? I wait. I, I know this street. This, but this, but this is Cadmus Town. Thank you, Ella. It's, it's, it's miles away from the Handwavering headquarters. How did I get here? Sorry to bother you, mate. Do you have a moment to talk about the apocalypse? Deadly sorry. I don't. I don't have any any change. Your riches won't do now, good mate. The oracle, an originator of extinction through empathic outpouring and organic obliteration, or ooey-ooey-woo, <laughs> will hold us all account for the evils of the world. The oracle, an originator of extinction through empathic outpouring and organic obliteration, or ooey Oh, I don't get an applause, do I? No. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't need... No, 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 it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, no, no. Sorry, I'm not... Uh, okay. Isn't that the title given to that mysterious figure who, or so they say, 30 years ago caused the unraveling? <laughs> That's right. The messiah of destruction who smelt the wicked in his wrath. But he was destroyed in the ensuing war. That's what they want you to think, mate. No. And yet, great psychic energies begin to coalesce once again. <laughs> The world will bleed under the cleansing horror of a new the unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? You're you're clearly a casualty of a of a lack of adequate nationalized mental health services, and your psychosis has left you a raving street prophet. But seriously, if you could lend us a couple of bob, I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I have already said I don't have any change. I I I, I gave it to someone else. Listen, I may be a mad homeless seller suffering the long freezing nights of an oncoming man-made ice age, but I sense great power at work, and much of it hangs about you, Rufus Strideforth. What? But how do you know my name? Well, <laughs> apart from all the magic mumbo-jumbo, you're all over the news, mate. You're that rogue mad scientist from Unwavering that mutated all those cool teenagers. What? 
Me? Oh, horror, no! It's a lie! I've been framed! They, they stitched me up proper, mate! It said so on the news! If it's on the news, then who are you going to believe? No! It wasn't me! I'm, I'm blameless! Blameless! Well, thanks to our surviving contestants, we hope that you enjoy your prize of a small bottle of antibiotics and a Kendall mint cake. Bad luck to our runners-up, but at least your suffering is over now. We remind listeners that the terrorist Rufus Strideforth is still at large and should be shot on sight. He is described as a loud, arrogant, long-winded, stupid, self-righteous, broad-shouldered, tweed-clad coward. Probably with mild to moderate mutations. Uh, so if you see uh, anyone who matches that description, just probably just shoot them, just in case, probably. Next up, more music. Here's Carbon Monoxide Vape, number three this week with Take My Heart and Crash My Larynx. This goes out. Oh, oh, stride forth panting. I can't run anymore. My, my, my legs, my, oh, what's wrong with my legs, my, my hands, what's, what's, what's this? Oh, my, my fingernails, it's a, it's a funny angle, I'll just, I'll just... Oh! Oh! I'm falling apart! Oh, my, my teeth! Oh! My skin! My face! Oh, God! My beautiful face! The mutations! It begins! It begins! Oh, oh, that... That bit just fell right off. <laughs> Rufus? Rufus, is that you? Imogen! Don't look at me! I'm so sorry, Rufus. Oh, oh, no, oh. No, oh, no I'm going to be sick in my mouth. Oh, no, no, it's, um, it's not that bad. Really? Do I still look like my old handsome self? Yes. I mean, Scalia. More bulbous. How did you find me? I did find my friends. Find my friends. Is that what we are, Imogen? What do you mean? Of course we are. You knew, Imogen. <laughs> you knew all along. Those helpless, cool teens, how could you? Oh, Rufus. You must believe that I didn't know the extent of it. They kept telling me it was for the greater good. And we don't have time for your laughably insufficient ethical backpedaling. Too little, too late, Imogen. Only action can save face now. Yours figuratively, but mine literally. <laughs> we have to break back into the hand-wavering building. Yes, yes, of course. We have to stop the hand-wavering shipments and save the unsuspecting public. We have to save me. Specifically me. <laughs> my, my body. My poor body. Second only in glory to my remarkable mind. Can't you see what's happening to me? It's me. Me. We have to save me. Oh, Emma, um, me. Look. Uh, <laughs> Look. Maybe it we fell off. We, maybe we can do both things. Fine. They've locked you out, but my ID still works. Together, we can save the world! Oh, Flem. Oh, sob, 
Stradforth is growing powerful. But he doesn't yet understand his importance. He cannot conceive of his significance. Yeah, that's what I said. And no, I was agreeing Well, with... you don't need to... John, you talk over me, Flem. Well, I wasn't. I didn't. You was so. Uh, well, you was... What? Never mind. No, go on. Well, you was... You was belittling me prognostications. <gasps> I never... You was... It's like whenever I say a vague yet ominous statement, you have to repeat it or rephrase it as if that gives it some kind of validation. Oh, so I'll just float here silently then, shall I? Oh, don't be like that. I'm not being like anything. What am I being like? Oh, Christ. <gasps> oh, Imogen. I... <laughs> I had a vision. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I... I, wow. I, I, I've got a tissue, actually, if you'd like oh, yeah. I, I, I thought I saw two geriatric eight-year-olds bickering. They're, they're nearby in this very building. But, but where are we? This, I've never seen this part of Handwavering HQ before. This is where they keep the experiments they don't want people to know about. Through here. Oh, my God. Look at those poor mutant abominations. They barely look human. Hey! It takes one to know one, you grotesque homunculus. <laughs> Even if we are caged in telepathy-resistant perspex cubes, which we are, uh, we can still hear you with these numerous metastasized ear holes. So watch it, you enormous gargoyle. Help us! You gotta save us! Get us out! All oh, the torments! All oh, the deprivations! All oh, the FOMO! Yes! <laughs> Bust us out of here! Uh, we are cool teenagers, but we have not even seen the new update for Fortnite! Teenagers! We have so many regrets! Oh, you're so cool! Yes! We, we, we'll, we'll probably help you escape once we've averted the apocalypse! Ah, okay, Boomer! Boomer, I'm a millennial! <laughs> It's a bigger bracket than you'd think. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> I'll say it to anything you say. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, gotcha. Uh, have you registered to vote? <laughs> Let's move on. Long see here. There will be no escaping and no averting. <gasps> Directorines. Quick, explode her with your mind powers. What? I said explode her with your mind powers. Use my what? So I don't have mind powers? Oh, come on, you call yourself a freak of science. No, there will be no exploding and no escaping. Thank you for bringing him back to us, Dr. Perch. Imogen? Oh, no way! No, she didn't! Oh! It's... Oh! <laughs> Imogen! Look, it, it, it's for the greater good, Rufus. Dude, Im that, is, that is cold faced <laughs> or something. <laughs> please, please be quiet. So harsh. <laughs> it's really Ooh. painful. I I Imogen, how, how could you? Diamond Gem, bring him to the testing facility where we'll expose him to the sweet acoustic vibrations of David Leopold. <gasps> Right you are, Mum. Oh, God! No! Oh. 
trouble again A fever only fools pretend This is all I ever dreamed of The highs my heroes described Drawbridge down and no defense The spark was lit with no pretense All my reason jumped ship long ago And now we're left with the wreck Nothing lost and nothing won Our love is not a battleground We are the makers of our creed Conductors of our symphony But a contradiction so complete Where absence breeds uncertainty Thoughts crescendo back to you Is that how you hear me too? Dancing with your notes on the page Climbing your melodies and the stays This is all I ever dreamed of You are all I ever dream of So stay Please stay under threat but our struggles too are better meant if you wait I'll match you to the beat if you stray then I might break let loose your secrets and your pains confined in me let us remain in the words of your favorite song where you and I both belong this is all I ever dreamed of You are all I ever dream of But I know that something slipped These chords no longer fit But can we repair? I am not prepared to Explain why you can't remain Jump ship long ago And now we're left with the wreck Now we're left with the wreck 
Joining us, Supreme Army General Major Morris Mops. <laughs> now, General, we're seeing the oceans boil, we're seeing the earth gape, we're seeing the ghosts of the dead, what we have wronged, gibbering in the streets at dawn, we're seeing political leaders being less than entirely honest, we're seeing the innocent weep in blood, we're seeing the ground shake and small stones rise into the air for no reason, we're seeing the very stars shifting in their constellations. Now, is it just me, or is it getting more apocalyptic out there? Go on. Oh, I see. That's the way. We would have a switch base. Your confidence is inspiring, General. So, you're not worried that, uh, we're facing a second The Unraveling. Uh, and we're about to be unspooled atom by atom by incomprehensible non-Newtonian forces, about to have unseen inhuman figures reach into our minds and tease apart our neurons like an excessively oiled plate of spaghettis. What was he? I'm afraid not to think about it. Thank you, General Major Morris Mops. A pleasure as always. Honestly, subject 51, must you make such a hullabaloo? You're, you're torturing me. You, you are the sadist. And you're making it very difficult for everyone involved. This, this is a travesty. You should be, you should feel ashamed. Nonsense. It's good for you. Tell him, Debbie. Oh, sure. Your mutations won't grow in right without a little help. Yeah. Don't you want to grow up big and strong? I'll show you big and strong. Oh, look, Mrs. F. He's trying to use his telekinesis. No, don't be absurd, Subject 51. We have you restrained. Hey, you... Rufus, Rufus, the sleeper has awakened. You again? Long live the new flesh. The, the what? Drink deep or taste not the phrenic spring. What do you say? I don't understand the things you're saying. Yeah, deep cut pomo body horror pop sci-fi references, Rufus. Right. <laughs> they, are, they are over my head. Yes. Yes, Rufus, as it seems are various surprising new parts of your anatomy. Yes. I'm trying to say that you have grown strong, Rufus. You can overpower them. Just use force. Use the force. I know no, that one. No, that's not what I was... Debbie, begin the level two painful experiments. I have the pinchy tongs ready. Oh, good. Oh, no, not the pinchy Are they chilly? 
Why, they're positively frigid. <laughs> Here goes. No! I done it! I exploded her with me mind powers! Preposterous! Oh yeah? Well perhaps we should see if the results are reproducible in a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial. <laughs> now for these, these puny physical restraints. <laughs> Off I go! Oh, Flem. Oh, Sob. It's not looking good, Flem. Do you think we was wrong about him? Not exactly, no. Just turns out he's a bit of a bellend. Oh. <laughs> he's stronger now. He knows where we are. Yes. Yes, a psychic bellend. He's oh. coming for us. I'm scared. Oh, me too, so. Oh. Here he comes. <laughs> Smash, crash, bang, what up? You two really do exist. And you really do look like wrinkly children. Yes, I know. Yes, that's right. We were the first psychics 30 years ago, before the unravelling. <laughs> but what about the other one? The, the, the voice what I've been hearing. What other voice? <gasps> oh, you don't mean a posh voice with the twinkle twinkle playing in background? Oh, no. Not, not a sophisticated voice with the alphabet song playing in the background. It is quite, quite, quite a smart voice with, um, with Avu Dirigé Mama playing in the background. What? That's right, public school. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually all the same tune. Uh, it's, it's, by, it's by Mozart. Did you know that? Is it? It's no, I did not. You, you oh. learn something new every day. Very inter- educational. Yeah. But yes, anyway, that voice, precisely that voice. It couldn't be Grick. That's not possible. Grick? Who that? Albert Grick, the third psychic, the strongest of us. He was the one who caused the unravelling. <laughs> <laughs> he was the oracle and originator of extinction through empathic outpouring and organic obliteration, or are we? But he died. He couldn't have survived the unravelling. <laughs> <laughs> Can such evil ever really die? Regardless, I simply have to find him. Where is he? You mustn't listen to that voice, Rufus. I have already listened to that voice, Rufus. (laughs) He's my friend. (laughs) And I have to find him. He's the only one who understands how brilliant and unique I am. And how mean and, and stupid and fascist everyone else is for not appreciating me anymore. I won the argument! I refuse to believe these baseless accusations against him. It's slander! Slander! Libel! No, Rufus. It's all true. We have rather a lot of documentation of the unravelling. You see, your friend Greek was the cause of more suffering than has been experienced over a thousand years. Reigns. 
You know where he is. We underestimated you, Rufus. We thought your overweening bluster was delusional. But now we see that you are at least as dangerous as Grig. And we find that wonderfully appealing. I can offer you anything, Rufus. Anything your heart desires. And Grig. Forget him. Finding him would not advantage you at all. Well, in that case, Madame Reigns, there's only one thing what I want. Fame, riches, the finest Harris tweed. You did say anything. Name it. Name it and it's yours. I'd like moral vindication, you fascist leech! No! Get out of my head! Virtuous now, Splatface! Oh, don't hurt us. We're just feeble top-heavy telepaths. Don't explode us. We don't know now. I know out. I have seen inside her mind. I know where to find him now. He is locked far away from here in a vault deep beneath Fasterian Stadium. And I... Using my burgeoning telekinetic capabilities, can There we go. There, there. there we go. You see? Weren't expecting that, were you? Well, that's clever. Look, yes. Flem, he's using some of his mutated extra oh, bits. Oh, yes, yes. Nice. Just get the, just get the keys. <laughs> I have made myself half motor bicycle. <laughs> Here I come. Bit unnecessary. Wait, you don't understand. Look, look, Sob, is his friend from before he was a power-mad motorbike mutant. Maybe it's not too late. Where did he go? We'll float you to him, Dr. Perch, with our creepy mind powers. Save your friend, Doctor. And the world. This, this is the place, the chamber buried. Only, only dust. Oh, yes. That's all that's left of him now. You again? He was reduced to ashes when he unleashed the dark forces that enacted the unravelling. <clears throat> I, I don't believe it. It's true, Rufus. This dust is all that remains of my body. Huh. Um, uh, why, 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 did you, why did you bring me here? Because, Rufus, 
I want you to inhale me. Sorry, what? <laughs> you heard me. It's the only way. You and I are one, Rufus, and we must be joined. Oh, dear. Inhale me, Rufus. Inhale my desiccated corpse. Only then can you achieve your potential and fulfill your destiny. Put the world to rights. Don't do it, Rufus. I mean, you're here too. Imogen, hello. <laughs> Remember who you are, Rufus. But, but that's just why I have to do this. That's exactly why I have to inhale his dust. <sighs> Don't you see, Perch? The world is in the hands of irresponsible, self-serving megalomaniacs. Creatures without compassion, without empathy. The, the people of the world, the gentle, good, stupid and innocent people are being pitted against each other for the benefit of these greedy tyrants. That's right, Rufus. We sleep, they live. And you are the only one with enough insight and integrity to fix it. Just inhale my dust and you'll be able to tip the scales. The mighty will be brought low. We will have true justice, Rufus. No! Rufus, it's not for us to judge. You're not some immaculate messiah. You're a human being. A flawed and really imperfect piece of this social mosaic, just like the rest of us. Complicit in the evil of the world, just like the rest of us. <laughs> oh, Imogen. Imogen. I know what I have to do. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, yes. That's it. Oh, good. Yes, keep going. Ah, oh. Eat more. Okay. Don't oh, stop now. Gosh, okay. All right, all right. Oh, I see. You've done this before. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're really rather good at it. Oh, oh thank you. Oh. Stop, stop talking. I'm trying to. Trying to. Oh, you're making it weird. Oh, yes. That'll do it. That's the stuff. Oh, God. My sinuses. Oh. Oh, that was... Gosh, that was disturbing. Oh, but, but anyway, now I'm unstoppable. The boundaries of life and death, of truth and reality, a nightmare mirror, ants beneath the magnifying glass of my metaphors. <laughs> Whatever, I know what I mean. <laughs> I can change reality as a whim! There is no spoon! I do what I want! At last... Now, do it, stride forth. Finish what I began 30 years ago. Turn the world to your will. No. No? What do you mean, no? Do it, stride forth. Embrace our destiny. Become the avenging god you were meant to be. Not so fast, Greg. <laughs> uh, Imogen is right. It's not for us to, to cast stones, no matter what people have done. I won't follow your path of destruction, Crick. No, 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 no. I will not pick and choose people's fates, not I. No, it's time for a new narrative. Free from resentment and hatred, I choose openness. I choose tolerance. No longer will we cast blame upon our fellow human. We can awake 
from the nightmare of history. I reject division. I reject conflict. I see a future, a future of pure peace and love, a future for you, a future for me, a future for the many, not the few. All this <laughs> can be ours. I can put an end to it all. I have the power now, you see. I, I only have to. <laughs> Perspex cube. Yeah, do you ever think that it's a sort of a feeble and self-serving, self-serving? Yeah, yeah. Teens. Ah, feeble and self-serving to blame all our problems on our parents' generation. What? God no, they're monsters. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh! What? Oh, what is this no. now? Oh, what have they done this time? was never seen again. In election news, laughably incompetent and unelectable opposition leader Balthazar Scravaguts once again reveals his utter ignorance with more of his anti-Semitic communist twaddle. This network has taken the liberty of adding sound of a crowd booing to the following in... Whoa, 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 hold on! Oh, uh, we interrupt this program to... before, which we unavoidably had to push back. But on the 31st of this month, we will deliver an apocalypse in a form that is acceptable to all parties and... Oh, wait up. No, it's happening right now, isn't it? Whoa! Oh, Flem. Oh, some. Oh dear, it only gone and done it. Well, we did everything we could. I think we could say that. Oh yes. Well, some people just won't be out, will they? In this case, everybody. Literally everybody what was alive. Just us now. Just us, forever. If only we'd registered to vote. <laughs> None of this would ever have happened. Yes, that's the last time we undervalued the democratic process. And, <laughs> and so, seeking to bring about a universal peace, a self-righteous and overconfident idiot uses an irresponsible amount of power to eliminate all human conflict, and thereby all human life. All except two frail creatures who continue to float in an endless, featureless expanse, perhaps without purpose, or perhaps waiting for new life which will rise to seek new disasters at the unseen hour. that you were whisked away by the Unseen Hour 51 Mutation Rebellion. 
This live stage show was performed by Joey Timmons, Bryce Stratford, and James Carney at King's Place London as part of the London Podcast Festival presents Audio Drama. It was written and produced by James Carney and featured a monologue written and performed by Anna Maguire. The musical guest was David Leopold, and the theme music is by The Unrecorded. For upcoming shows, merchandise, to find out how to support us, and who knows what else, go to unseenhour.com. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will return at the next Unseen Hour. Yeah. In right. so many ways. Oh, I went everywhere. That melon. It, that melon. It traveled. Yeah. of yours. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm very confused. What's happening? What's going on? Are you feeling quite well, Rufus? Mm, yes, I'm, I'm feeling excellent. Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing unprofessional happened. 